Hey guys, good morning. How's everybody this morning? If you're in my area, you slept to the sound of rain. And it was quite refreshing. Of course, you could have slept to the sound of rain in any area. But uh, it was welcomed after a day of 95 degree heat. There's something about that refreshing sound when the rain starts to fall at the end of the day. It soothes me, relaxes me, makes me grateful. It's like relief. Like God pouring relief down on the earth into the soil replenishing what was missing from the heat of the day and so I'm sitting out here this morning in a slight breeze birds are waking up moisture still in the air my plants are wet which is great just ripped off a sprig of peppermint and put it in my tea and I'm sitting and sipping and well to be quite honest I'm I'm going into an area with you guys a vulnerability that I honestly never, never thought I'd bring up or talk about not in depth I know that when I decided to do this podcast, I would probably talk about areas of my own life that others could relate to simply for the fact or for the purpose of allowing others to see that they're not alone. But talking about this particular area of my life I guard and I guard from social media and I guard from strangers and I guard from guard from a lot of avenues Um, it's been a journey and it's something that's personal and something that I wanted to walk out without too many people's opinion, with close, trusted friends, with the guidance of the Holy Spirit, wise counsel, God himself, with God himself. That is my singleness. What it means to be a single woman What it means to be a single woman at my age, with three adult children, as a woman of faith, and what it's been like, the journey. 
Okay, single ladies. This is where we bond. Or at least I hope we do. The truth is, my entire life, I've only known and only focused on and really was only groomed to be a married woman. Growing up, I did have aspirations. When I was young, I wanted to be a fashion photographer. And then I took to writing, and that became my life. But because of the belief system that I was raised in, and because of my environment, and because of my own dreamy inclinations, marriage was and became a central focus in my life. I thought it would answer every question, every hurt, every pain. I thought it would fulfill every desire. I thought it would make me whole and make me feel more complete and more loved and more seen than I'd ever been in my life. In short, I thought marriage was the answer. Okay, guys, I prayed against too many car noises, but I forgot to pray against the airplanes, you know. <laughs> I said, God, please, not, not loud cars. And I just passed along with an airplane, so going to keep climbing, no matter what. Needless to say, I was wrong. Of course I was wrong. I mean, at this point, at this age, I was actually setting myself up for failure in retrospect. I can see that now. I can see that making a person responsible for all my happiness robbed both of us. And it wasn't just the person that I married, it was the people that I dated along the way. It was It was the relationships, what you call the small steps before you take the big one. Each time, I would think this is it. This is the person that's going to sweep me up and make me feel like the most important person in the world. So, fast forward <laughs> several years, um, to the stark realization after being single again for, I think it's going on six years, it is six years, um, but a total of ten if you count, you know, when things begin. 
when the beginning of the end begins. It's been a total of 10 years. And I've had, of course, much time to reflect, much time for growth, much time for, gosh, the pain to rise to the top, the pain of the realization that the dream that I was after wasn't a good dream, it wasn't realistic. But along with all of that pain and along with all of the realizations has come and developed this beautiful relationship with God that I could have never anticipated this deep rooted love affair with the Father that is pure and holy that is cleansing and healing That makes me feel like the most important person in the world, and the most loved woman in the world, the most seen woman in the world. And to coin a cliche, it makes me feel like I am the apple of his eye. God has met me in the lowest of lows and has carried me from one degree to another, from pain to purpose from the thorn of the rose to the petals. And he, he alone has made me feel beautiful. And he alone has made me feel wanted. And he alone has made me feel clean again. When I reflect on what this time has meant, when I'm having a really, really bad day, a day where I'm tired of being the only one opening the mail, taking the drives, not having someone to ask me how my day was, dinner for one, movies for one. You know, and I get really frustrated some days because I have been married longer than I was single. And because of that, most, I'd say 99% of my friends are married. Um, I relate more to marriage minds than I do single minds. I really don't understand <laughs> 2021 singleness. Um, but when I get to that point and I'm asking God, you know, is this, is this it? And those times come. Even if it wasn't, what I have gained in these past 10 years is irreplaceable. cannot imagine learning any other way the depth of love of a father for his daughter. And if I talk about it too much, 
the tears will fall. Single sisters, it's not always easy. found solace in church and this is just my journey I find that in church you are a single person waiting to be married there is a category and a place for you and you are to serve and serve and serve and serve and serve until God brings you your Boaz you're not a whole person you're not necessarily a complete person you're not a nuanced person you're not a person with deep perspective and if you are you become the wise kind of mom figure you you don't have uh, a side of you that you know is vulnerable and um, relates to your own desirable nature none of those things it's almost like here put this sackcloth and ashes on become our work sage and <laughs> volunteer and dole out wise advice um, I didn't want to be there and so for me it has not been the comfort necessarily of church it has not even been the comfort of other singles not you know not in mass uh, it's not been the comfort of relationships many relationships or any relationships and I've only had few and far at longest a few and far between along this journey and that has kept me it has not been those things what has kept me At the end of a long day, you know when you turn over on that pillow and that other one is empty, is that I can hear the voice of God saying, I'm right here with you. I've got you. And you are never alone with me. Those are the things that I have to keep in mind. Those are the things that I lean into and rely on and trust. Those moments. When I wish that I weren't single anymore. Because I believe that the God who carried me all these years knows how to carry me into my destiny. And whatever that destiny looks like, the God who loves me is delivering me into a beautiful future. And that, that is where I place my heart. When it gets hard. I want to encourage you I want to encourage you before you put yourself out there again whether it's on social media or privately 
before you slide into his DMs or send that text. Before you try to get that person to notice you more. I want to encourage you to stand still in that moment and realize that God notices you. Before you post another bikini selfie, hoping somebody somewhere calls you sexy. God calls you beloved. And he sees you. And he can validate those wounded empty places, those places that need attention. And he can do it up 24-7. And no man can do that. And before you pretend your heart's not broken, because your ex has moved on, and you decide to put on a facade and go on out in the world, God wants to heal that broken heart. He wants to go deep. All the way to the little girl that has the broken heart. Before you make that late night phone call or allow that late night phone call and unlock your door, offer up a prayer and say, God, help me in this moment. I'm weak. But I know that the holiest place and the safest place is with you and you alone right now. And then lock your door. We've all been vulnerable, those of us who are living a single life. And we have all opened our hearts one way or the other in the wrong season. And we've all needed to recover. So there's no shame or shame. Just remember who keeps you. And just remember that a divine hand over your life is much better than a natural hand on your body. Can I pray with you? Abba Father, you are all that I know in the darkness And in the light, you are the voice that stands out. Would you help my sisters who are struggling right now in their singleness? Because some days it turns to loneliness. And some days the temptation is greater than others. Would you Help my sisters right now hear you and see you in those moments. 
and if they listen, they can hear you call them their very, your very own by name. Would you show them the sound of your heartbeat and how comforting it is? Would you heal the broken places? Would you reach deep into the depths of their hearts and their souls? And would you minister as only you can? And would you bring them to completeness in you? you guys. Peace. Hey guys, good morning. How's everybody this morning? If you're in my area, you slept to the sound of rain. It was quite refreshing. Of course, you could have slept to the sound of rain in any area. But uh, it was welcomed after a day of 95 degree heat. There's something about that refreshing sound when the rain starts to fall at the end of the day. It soothes me, relaxes me, makes me grateful. It's like relief. Like God pouring relief down on the earth, into the soil, replenishing what was missing from the heat of the day. And so I'm sitting out here this morning in a slight breeze. Birds are waking up, moisture still in the air. My plants are wet, which is great. Just ripped off a sprig of peppermint and put it in my tea. And I'm sitting and sipping and... Well, to be quite honest, I'm... I'm going into an area with you guys vulnerability that I honestly never never thought I'd bring up or talk about, not in depth. I know that when I decided to do this podcast, I would probably talk about areas of my own life that others could relate to simply for the fact or for the purpose of allowing others to see that they're not alone. But talking about this particular area of my life, I guard and I guard from social media and I guard from strangers and I guard from guard from a lot of avenues. 
it's been a journey and it's something that's personal and something that I wanted to walk out without too many people's opinion with close trusted friends with the guidance of the Holy Spirit wise counsel God himself with God himself that is my singleness what it means to be a single woman now what it means to be a single woman at my age with three adult children as a woman of faith it's been like the journey okay single ladies this is where we bond or at least I hope we do the truth is my entire life I've only known and only focused on and really was only groomed to be a married woman. Growing up, I did have aspirations. You know, I was young, I wanted to be a fashion photographer. And then I took to writing and that became my life. But because of the belief system that I was raised in and because of my environment and because of my own dreamy inclinations marriage was and became a central focus in my life I thought it would answer every question every hurt, every pain. I thought it would fulfill every desire. I thought it would make me whole and make me feel more complete and more loved and more seen than I'd ever been in my life. In short, I thought marriage was the answer. Okay, guys. I prayed against too many car noises, but I forgot to pray against the airplanes. I said, God, please, not, not loud cars. And one just passed along with an airplane, so. We're going to keep climbing, no matter what. Needless to say, I was wrong. Of course I was wrong. I mean, at this point, at this age... I was actually setting myself up for failure in retrospect. I can see that now. I can see that making a person responsible for all my happiness robbed both of us. 
And it wasn't just the person that I married, it was the people that I dated along the way. It was it was the relationships, what you call the small steps before you take the big one. Each time I would think this is it. This is the person that's going to sweep me up and make me feel. Like the most important person in the world. So, fast forward <laughs> several years. To the stark realization after being single again for, I think it's going on six years, it is six years, um, but a total of ten if you count, you know, when things began, when the beginning of the end begins, it's been a total of ten years. And I've had, of course, much time to reflect much time for growth, much time for, gosh, the pain to rise to the top, the pain of the realization that the dream that I was after wasn't a good dream, it wasn't realistic, but along with all of that pain and along with all of the realizations has come and developed this beautiful relationship with God that I could have never anticipated this deep rooted love affair with the Father that is pure and holy that is cleansing and healing that makes me feel like the most important person in the world, the most loved woman in the world, the most seen woman in the world. And to coin a cliche, it makes me feel like I am the apple of his eye. God has met me in the lowest of lows and has carried me from one degree to another, from pain to purpose from the thorn of the rose to the petals. And he, he alone has made me feel beautiful. And he alone has made me feel wanted. And he alone has made me feel clean again. And when I reflect on what this time has meant, when I'm having a really, really bad day, a day where I'm tired of being the only one opening the mail, taking the drives, not having someone to ask me how my day was, dinner for one, movies for one, you know, and I get really frustrated some days because I have been married longer than I was single and 
because of that, most, I'd say 99% of my friends are married. Um, I relate more to marriage minds than I do single minds. I really don't understand. <laughs> 2021 singleness. Um, but when I get to that point and I'm asking God, you know, is this, is this it? And those times come. Even if it wasn't. What I have gained in these past 10 years is irreplaceable. I cannot imagine learning any other way the depth of love of a father for his daughter. And if I talk about it too much, <laughs> the tears will fall. Single sisters, it's not always easy. found solace in church. And this is just my journey. I find that in church you are a single person waiting to be married. There is a category and a place for you. And you are to serve and serve and serve and serve and serve until God brings you your Boaz. You're not a whole person. You're not necessarily a complete person. You're not a nuanced person. You're not a person with deep perspective. And if you are, you become the wise kind of mom figure. You you don't have uh, a side of you that, you know, is vulnerable and uh, relates to your own desirable nature. None of those things. It's almost like, here, put this sackcloth and ashes on become our work sage and <laughs> volunteer and dole out wise advice um, I didn't want to be that and so for me it has not been the comfort necessarily of church it has not even been the comfort of other singles not you know, not in mass. Uh, it's not been the comfort of relationships, many relationships, or any relationships. And I've only had few and far along this, a few and far between along this journey. And that has kept me. It has not been those things. What has kept? At the end of a long day, you know when you turn over on that pillow and that other one is empty, is that I can hear the voice of God saying, I'm right here with you. I got you. And you are never alone with me. Those are the things that I have to keep in mind. Those are the things I lean into and rely on and trust. 
those moments when I wish that I weren't single anymore because I believe that the God who carried me all these years knows how to carry me into my destiny and whatever that destiny looks like the God who loves me is delivering me into a beautiful future. And that, that is where I place my heart. When it gets hard. I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you before you put yourself out there again, whether it's on social media or privately, before you slide into his DMs or send that text, before you try to get that person to notice you more, I want to encourage you to stand still in that moment and realize that God notices you before you post another bikini selfie hoping somebody somewhere calls you sexy God calls you beloved and he sees you and he can validate those wounded empty places those places that need attention and he can do it up 24-7. And no man can do that. And before you pretend your heart's not broken. Because your ex has moved on. And you decide to put on a facade and go on out in the world. God wants to heal that broken heart. He wants to go deep. All the way to the little girl. that has the broken heart. Before you make that late night phone call or allow that late night phone call and unlock your door, pause. Offer up a prayer and say, God help me in this moment. I'm weak. But I know that the holiest place and the safest place is with you and you alone right now. And then lock your door and go spend time in the presence of God. We've all been vulnerable, those of us who are living a single life. And we have all opened our hearts one way or the other in the wrong season. And we've all needed to recover.
so there's no shame or shame. Just remember who keeps you. And just remember that a divine hand over your life is much better than a natural hand on your body. pray with you. Abba Father, you are all that I know. In the darkness and in the light, you are the voice that stands out. Would you help my sisters who are struggling right now in their singleness because some days it turns to loneliness. And some days, the temptation is greater than others. Would you help my sisters right now hear you and see you in those moments? And if they listen, they can hear you call them their very, your very own by name. Would you show them the sound of your heartbeat and how comforting it is? Would you heal the broken places? Would you reach deep into the depths of their hearts and their souls? And would you minister as only you can? And would you bring them to completeness in you? We trust you, Daddy. Like we trust no one else. Jesus' name. Amen. Love you guys.